0: And so that's one story. What have we learned then in the last, say, 15 years of rebreather diving? And is it getting better? And that's the other question. Is Is it it getting getting better?
1: better? Well, we've learned that there are many unanticipated things that go on that can lead to a fatality if that chain of events is not broken. Okay. We've learned that, and we've known this a long time, people ignore some problems based on past experience and past history. Mm -hmm. And so they choose to continue a dive where other people may have chosen not to continue a dive. I'm very hesitant to say that those people made a poor decision because we all make those decisions every day in all aspects of our lives. Things never go perfectly. And we have to learn to be able to deal with small issues that don't go perfectly. The question is, where do you draw the line? We have not yet learned that. Okay. we 're still working our way towards a solution on that. I think the people that say one hundred percent any problem, regardless how minor it is, abort the dive i don 't think that 's realistic i don 't think they do go much do much diving because there 's always something wrong there 's always something wrong and I do think, however, that we 've reached a consensus that we need to have some kind of checklist that would be appropriate for what we 're doing with rebreathers. The problem is we have not yet. Agreed on what that checklist should be. Okay. I tend to think it's fairly simple that it's something that you can check most of your major events out very quickly before a dive. That checklist that I just gave you verbally, mm-hmm. in the accidents where I could figure out what the, the cause of death was, what the chain was that led to the fatality, and in many of the fatalities we just don't know, um, somewhere between 60 and 80% of those fatalities could have been prevented just with that simple checklist of eight steps.
0: Well, and I think that's another thing. um, There's an expression I remember hearing in a motivational speech, the paralysis of analysis. You can get so into check—I'm not saying—I think checklists are—obviously, I was trained that way. Checklists are a good thing. But, you know, if your checklist is 30 pages, you're not going to do it.
1: You're not going to do it. No. And that's the problem with some of the checklists that people are proposing and some of the procedures. You know, there are people that are proposing five-minute pre-breathes and— We did a podcast about that last year saying that that's actually not doing— well, you think I think it's, it's nonsense. Yeah. I don't think you... I, I actually... I'll tell you about another study in a second that I did. But the point is, is that if you've got a checklist that is too long and there's not a point, there's not something specific that that is of specific benefit, people aren't going to do it. And as soon as they stop doing one item, they're going to stop doing 10. hmm So you've got to have something that's simple, fast, and quick that you can do right before you jump in the water.
0: Okay. So before we wrap this up, you said you had something else you wanted to... Oh, well, to- I
1: did a study that I presented at Rebreather Forum 3.0 that I did with... Uh, um, Danny Graham, mm-hmm. and we took a group of people and put them on a rebreather on the surface, not underwater, and their job, some of them were experienced rebreather divers, some were new rebreather divers, some had never been on a rebreather at all in their lives. Their job was to keep the set point at 1.0. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was 0. 0.8. 1.0 okay. was as high as they could get on the yeah. surface. They wanted, We wanted it at, 1, at 0.8 and not below 0. 0.5. Um And all they had to do was to monitor their gauge, Mm -hmm. add oxygen as necessary, and tell us if there was at any point in time they were uncomfortable and to get off the loop immediately at that point in time. Okay. It seems pretty straightforward, right? Pretty straightforward. What they were unaware of was the fact that there was no scrubber in the scrubber canister. Uh, Ah, so you're tricking them. Okay, go on. And what we expected was... Based on, and this was a five-minute test. We were going to let them run five minutes, and we expected, you know, that if a five-minute pre-breathe was effective, that people would get off the loop. Mm-hmm. What we